Welcome to All's Fair in Lava and Floor. I'm Amanda. And I'm Anne. And we're here to tell you everything you want to know about everyone's favorite obstacle course game show, Floor is Lava. And this week, we are joined by friend and member of the Double Clicks, Laser Melina Weber. It's a me. Hello. I'm so glad to be here. Hi. Hi. I've been very excited to have you uh, ever since you told me you were already listening to the show and we're having so much fun with it. That made me so happy. <laughs> I've been excited since you announced you were having this podcast and then i was like i wonder if they'll ask me to be on and then eventually i was just like hi so you're gonna have me on the podcast yes or and, and it was basically like well well of course <laughs> i am so excited to be here i watched the whole show right when it came out yeah. and um well my husband had watched a lot of it and then i just kind of sat down and was like what the heck are you watching and then and then we we're like okay we're, we're in this is who we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, have you discussed, and I have listened to every episode, but I don't remember, Have you? Just, what happened to the the in Flora's Lava? We talked about it a little, I think, in our episode zero. Yes. Okay. Uh, which is to say, we don't know what happened. We're dying to know. And yeah. then last week, we were told that our guest was friends with the producers of this show mm-hmm. and okay. had texted them to say, like, you should listen to this podcast. And so they have listened and <laughs> might be amenable to, like, coming on and maybe answering some of our questions. Okay. Well, that's, like, number one. I bet it's a copyright thing. Yeah. I wonder think. if it is. Yeah, probably. There's like I a board think, game or something called yeah. The Floor is Lava. Well, and like aesthetically, like it seems like it would be weird to just kind of stick the V in there, mm-hmm. you know, like it would just be kind of hanging out in space. Well, I don't For know. The logo, I guess. No, yeah. that's true. That makes sense. Like logo wise. There, there's so many shows that exist that have a V at the beginning, though. I mean, like The yeah. Office and like, you know, there mm-hmm. you can the make wire. it work no matter what. I would I would think The Good Place, you know, there's yeah. options. I have one type of show that I watch and it's Michael Schur shows so yeah. like that's really all i had to go on um the okay. parks and rec no it's just like it's not any floor is lava <laughs> right you know it's the floor is lava. The floor. okay also if this is the basement mm-hmm. i have some questions for you specifically because you're experts if this is the basement <laughs> of the house there yes. are upper floors in the house and those floors yes. in the house have ba- have the floors are are also lava or also are lava, lava yeah. and they have been flooded but the but the basement hasn't been completely flooded. Mm-hmm. Just the floor of the basement has been flooded. Like, what's the what's the house, like, the floors... Made of. Yeah. That's what I need to know, because what, <laughs> what doesn't what doesn't melt in magma? Yeah. Right. Like, there's structure to this house that doesn't melt, and I need to know what that is. <laughs> and also, the house has to be really tall if there's an 80,000-gallon tank at the bottom of every room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there's like an obsidian and an obsidian <laughs> level and then the next room has a roof yeah and then a whole room anyway it's a great show it is a great i mean show. i i assume that um in terms of we'll not worry about why the lava stays on the floor you know like mm-hmm. why it doesn't just burn through to the next level but mm-hmm. i i just assumed that maybe it was a split level kind of down a hill sort of you know all uh, the way down to the basement so it's kind mm-hmm. of like a you know or like a pyramid yeah. It just goes down to the lower levels. Maybe. I can see that. Yep. Asked and answered. <laughs> I mean, they've made it clear, like, it, they've got all sorts of random stuff in there. So, you know, it, you can see how, like, these people had 
not really a cohesive aesthetic. It's a little bit like the house on the rock, you know, yeah. they just yes. like, it's it's a house in quotation marks, you know, yeah. it's like a house and museum and sprawling estate. You can't ever really get right. a concept of. Right, you can't. I-, I bet you this house does have a carousel in it somewhere. Probably. It has to. Yeah. It has the world's largest indoor carousel and then a doll carousel. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, <laughs> gosh, that's my favorite place in the world. Yeah. I I feel like they should have, if they're looking for inspiration for rooms for the next season of Floors Lava, <laughs> they should definitely go to House on the Rock. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so this week is the basement level two, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, the, the big thing that they changed for being in the basement the second time was they took away the painting of the bridge that people could use as a bridge. Mm-hmm. And didn't seem like it was a problem (laughs) like everybody made that jump right i mean they were using some of the teams used it to get onto the pyramid as well oh that's and it did seem like you know that maybe that was a little bit of a disadvantage not having it but it wasn't a huge impact i would say like maybe not quite as much as the change in the planetarium yeah and getting onto the the pyramids a disadvantage in in the first place right Mm -hmm. we we still have the same problem basically we always did which is that getting on the pyramid is a death sentence unless you're talking about uh, Carl from the retail workers <laughs> who just like is an absolute gymnast spider monkey. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like he was so long and lanky. He was able to do all this stuff I couldn't believe. And then, yeah, he like manages to straddle the lava with one foot on the Ark of the Covenant and one foot on the on the pyramid and was able to push down the, the obelisk. Mm-hmm. And so the one thing that we know has like taken out entire teams, he was like, nah, it's fine. I got it. <laughs> I'm whatever. Well, he ne- but he didn't ever fully get on the pyramid. Right, exactly. The, like he found he his ne- way so around it because yeah. nobody's really been able to deal with the obelisk without someone being on the pyramid mm-hmm. before now. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And he was like, watch this. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> Look at me. I'm cool. I have Heelys. <laughs> he probably has Heelys. He does. It's mentioned specifically. Oh yeah, yeah. That he yeah. he came went by on Heelys, and that was how he picked up uh, picked up his girlfriend. Yeah, Ariane. Was it Ariane or Ariane? I think it was Ariane. Yeah, but I mean, the idea of this little guy, and he's a, he's a like really kind of compact build, really strong. I think yeah. based on what he was able to do, but but not a huge dude. And the idea of him like just kind of going by on Heelys, yeah, <laughs> and I'm, having that work, him. it's absolutely powerful. I adore this. I mean, there were only two teams this week, and I genuinely did love both of them. Mm-hmm. I knew I was excited that the the word bro was in the first team, and I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, here we go. It's gonna happen." <laughs> well, they were uh, like again, they were just like very charming in their mm-hmm. like bro messing with each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, "Yeah, we do obstacle courses at church, and and." Mom's not going to let us come home if we lose. And like, you know, I just really liked their whole vibe. They're very playful, like chill vibe versus the retail workers. Like they were pretty cheerful. But in the end, they were like, no, nah, we're just cool and we're going to do it. So there. It was. Every- I love these people. I yeah. loved all these people. Um, but I think the retail co-workers show what I feel like the end of this series really demonstrates, which is stay together. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep touching each other. The more you touch each other, <laughs> the farther you're gonna get in Flora's Lava. It's a really a show about physical intimacy, if we're being yes. honest. <laughs> Which is the opposite of reality right now. Yes, don't but touch you, people. Yeah. In this show, don't in this show. If you're 
they just stop separating. <laughs> hold hands. <laughs> hold hands and, and cross the lava with each other. And it's yeah. so beautiful. And it just makes me so happy. It, it was really sweet. I mean, because they all made it essentially almost the way to the end. Yeah. Yeah. They they got to the, the cargo net and were hanging from it. And Anna and Carl just fell off without being able to reach the, the steps because the steps were even still there. Well, there was only one step by the time Carl got there. And I think right. he was just a little too small and a little too short because, you know, there's some advantage of having a little bit more bulk on those mm -hmm. kinds of obstacles. Like, because if you stop short, you can use the momentum a little bit. But, you know, having having the upper body strength to hang on that long and then swing yourself and jump and get the timing right. Yeah. That's really hard. Yeah. And like the the momentum on that ends up being so difficult that like the only way you can have enough sometimes even if you are a bigger person with like enough bulk behind you is if you do it like the second you reach the ending yeah. point because you'll have the extra momentum of like you know it hitting the stopping point yeah yeah that's what happened with the battling bro you could see yeah. him like okay yeah. here it goes and you swing and you miss oh okay well that's well, over and then who was it uh christian right because yeah he christian. was alone and then the the cargo net was like hanging about halfway. And so they're like, well, maybe, maybe he'll be able to do it. But like the arc being extended made that almost a completely unstable jump. Mm -hmm. I don't know that he could have done it if it was closer because I was watching the whole thing like shake under him while he was like trying to get ready to yeah. jump. I think maybe with that running, because he took kind of a running start and he gets on the net. I think if he could have made the jump to the stairs, like if he had s jumped, caught on, swung and immediately let go over the mm -hmm. stairs on that first arc, I think maybe he could have made it. And, yeah. and it's, there's a strong possibility he would have slipped or his foot wouldn't have landed in the right spot. Or I mean, like getting that timing right would have been incredibly difficult. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there was any way he was going to make it once he had missed that first window because you you lose too much of the momentum and you're, you know, every second right. you're on that, you're losing upper body strength. Yeah. And and I mean, it being a rope and not like a monkey bar that you could easily count mm -hmm. on to like stay in one place for you to pivot on yeah. is it's almost impossible. It feels like. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that he tried was like baller. I was so into it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> he went for it. He did it for his mom. He had to do it for his mom because otherwise she wasn't going to let him come home. <laughs> no. The puns were like really fast in this episode. Are they always this like just constant? Yes. Yeah. God, it's been a while. There are, there are some episodes that are worse than others. Yeah. I did not keep good track of them this time. Maybe I'm becoming like, you know, desensitized. <laughs> because like the last the last three episodes I have not noticed them. You you've built up a pun immunity at this Maybe. point. There was well he Rutledge would said they're more afraid of their mom than 80,000 gallons of lava. I must meet this woman. That's not a pun. That was just no. like a cool thing to say. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there was a lot of like, he has mummy issues stuff. And then mm -hmm. the painting was Vincent Van Gogh. That was the one I wrote down. <laughs> oh my gosh. I did not notice that. <laughs> and then I wrote brodacious. I don't know who said brodacious, but I did. I liked brodacious. Yeah. That's very but good. then, but they're just the boys talking to each other. I liked very much like... Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to land like an idiot and like yeah very like, very sweet. encouraging and then they said yeet a lot that's yes, a yeet. you gotta did. eat it <laughs> <laughs> well okay so just to kind of go over 
like yeah. the high points for me for them was like yeah. Jordan like just went straight to the Easter Island head. He just just like mm-hmm. boom, I'm going, and like there was no hesitation with him. Well, he hesitated long enough to cross him to do the sign of the cross. I did catch that. That's true. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> Smooth he? move. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it was real quick, but um, but yeah. If you, if you were raised remotely Catholic Catholic adjacent, mm-hmm. you recognize that that real quick swipe. That wasn't <laughs> just a twitch. That was no, that no. was very intentional. <laughs> Go for it, buddy. Cool. And then uh, Jordan jumped and then just slid on a crate, right? Like mm-hmm. they were so wet. They the were. were. It was so real wet, wet. For, those, for the bros. Uh, and then of course Nick was our our poor sacrificial lamb who ended up living on that pyramid for a very mm-hmm. long time. And then I can't believe they threw the staff. That was the <laughs> thing that really got me. Like of all of my notes, it's like the biggest one, and it's in all caps. And it's just, why would you throw the staff? <laughs> I'm like, just because well, they were. Cl- <sighs> I can't. I saw that happen. And I, I, I bet you three American dollars that that fell all the way in the lava. And then the producers were like, OK, we're going to make it float because you need it. <laughs> you idiots. Um, yeah, because that was very stupid. <laughs> See, I think there was video of it falling off the obelisk and onto the lava rock, but now I'm like, oh no, have I accidentally gaslit myself? (laughs) Did that not happen? Yeah, I could have sworn I saw it land on there, but you know, it's entirely possible. There have been uh, other things like the fact that I I could fall for the fact that everyone on this show dies. Uh, (laughs) Right. They (laughs) die in real life. (laughs) Yeah, if you die in the game, you die in real life, and they're just gone. So. Either the producers yeah. or Jesus had their back with that that mm-hmm. staff landing on the lava rock. I mean, it yeah. didn't work out for them in the end, but still, no. that but, was the know, one break. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether it was the producers or Jesus. You know, right. one of those two. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm I'm skeptical watching this show because I know it's like a first season reality show, and I have shot kind of reality stuff before, and mm-hmm. like the amount of times you just stop and they're like, "Okay, take that again," or like, "Can you explain to them what just happened so that we can get it in a complete sentence or whatever?" Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know that that's what happened here, but it just makes me feel like maybe, maybe yeah. I'm a skeptical human. <laughs> but you know, the jumps are real, and that's yeah. what matters. The jumps are real, and, and the, the jumps are scary, <laughs> and the lava is of course real, and the death is also real. <laughs> You know, you have to have stakes, otherwise, what's the point? Exactly, exactly. I did. I did think the first death in the Bros was like the least effective. Like, yeah. like the like the boys seemed to not react to it at all, and they were just kind of like, "Okay, he's gone." Yep. <laughs> bye. Right, bye. See you later. Bye. Really let us down there, buddy. Okay. Bye. Yeah. That was very. Okay. Fun. Well, we're just gonna keep doing our thing now. See you later. <laughs> incredible stuff i love truly the the second like it was very interesting to have this episode set up where you knew there were only two teams and the first one had absolutely nobody succeed mm-hmm. yeah and then you're like okay well what happens now i spent the second team's entire run just like antsy mm-hmm. because i was like you know don't get me wrong these kids they're not kids they're adults probably these people <laughs> they seemed Especially comparing the two teams, like, physically, it was easy to write the second team off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was so easy because they're like, yeah, we just, like, work together at a retail place and yeah. I don't know, like, we're dating and it's fine. Well, one of them immediately, like, off the bat saying, 
with some glee that she was voted the biggest klutz in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and she was the one who finished. I mean, it was definitely oh. an unexpected performance from them. I mean, the whole thing was I, the the end of their run was like the single most ecstatic I have been in an episode <laughs> of this show because I was like, I just don't know what what they're going to possibly do, right? Like mm-hmm. once yeah. two of them fell off of that cargo net, I mean, once one of them fell off of it, I was like, oh no, oh no, are is this happening? Are we getting an episode where just no one wins? What are they going to do? They wouldn't do that. This is reality TV. They would have like found another team. They would have done something, right? But then having Ariane like just walk around and then jump from the side was so like oh, you're a genius oh my god yeah, that was Nobody real galaxy brain yeah i was just so uh, i excited and proud of this person i don't know and like <laughs> i just it, it was so it was the most innovative thing i feel like i've seen on this show that is theoretically like very rewarding of innovation although obviously like how much innovation could there really be mm-hmm. uh normally but still it it was it was beautiful it just it, i was so happy i loved her and i loved her hissing at the lava to assert her dominance <laughs> it made her very like she was like mm-hmm. slapping at it and stuff it was very relatable she was yes. like badass i loved her eyeliner i loved everything about her she yeah she was she really good yeah yeah so that's on whether or not the retail establishment that these three people work at is a hot topic, because I'm convinced. <laughs> oh, you know what? For some reason, my brain said GameStop, but we're both in oh, the like mall, yeah, the same chunk possible. of the mall, yeah. for sure. That makes uh, sense. But yeah, hot topic makes more sense to me now that you've said it. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, what? What mall store do these people all work in? Because it's what it is. Yeah, I mean, it, it could have been like a cell phone kiosk or something, mm. but there wouldn't be that many people working there. Yeah, mm-hmm. certainly not simultaneously, but yeah. probably not even at all. I, I can't, I can't yeah. remember seeing a different person at any of our cell phone kiosks. Well, I, you know, I live in LA. I'll go drive around to all the Hot Topics Great. in the greater <laughs> Los Angeles area until I find these this team. And yeah, I'll let you know. That would be great. Um, because you know, we need to do science to it. We need to figure it out. Also, <laughs> I need Ariane's autograph. Absolutely. No yeah. problem. I'll get you a lava lamp. I'll Thank get her you. to sign it. My my money is on the hot topic, uh what's the name of that mall? Um, on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh the hot topic there. Um Okay. The one where the you can see the Hollywood sign from. I've been there a bunch of times and I can never remember the name of the actual mall. Okay. I, I She reminds me a lot of some of the employees that I've met at that store. So <laughs> Nice. I love that you have such a specific mall in Hollywood that you're like, no, no, no. I know the employees there. She seems just like them. The malls are important for all of us. Yeah. Really, you know. They were formative for us uh, in a way that they will never be for anyone ever again. Well, wait. This This could be... A new a new season for them. So they did this in an abandoned IKEA. Now nice. what they need is an abandoned mall. <gasps> there are so many abandoned malls. Mm-hmm. There this are, not gonna be, and they're going to be even more next year. Yeah. Might as well fill yeah. them with lava. Yeah. Might as well fill them with lava, and not even change anything. Yeah, just... <laughs> don't like just let it be. You know, floors lava in a mall instead of someone's house. Yeah. That's just what you're just doing. Me. You have to get from the hot topic to the Spencers to the like JC Penney's at the end. <laughs> There'll be a lot of half-submerged mannequins. I think that would be very <laughs> ominous, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and then there's like an Orange Julia sign and then a, a, a mall map. 
Yeah. Very that you can slippery, like jump onto. Yeah. Very hard. Some yeah. quinceañera dresses, I guess, that are floating. <laughs> I don't know. Probably like, one of the uh, the stores with like you know pewter figurines and swords and stuff. <sighs> Everybody had those, right? That yeah, no, just... every mall has to have those legally, Good. I think. Yeah. I, yeah. Absolutely. It feels like it has to. Good stuff. I, I love this show. I, I think it's perfect, and I'm so glad that it exists. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, it brings a lot of joy, and, and it, it gives you something, like, chill to pretend to be invested in for a little while also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, sports aren't going to be a thing for a lot of people this year. Yeah. Uh, they're trying. I don't have high hopes and I like sports, yeah. but I'm still kind of like, mm. so, you know, maybe, maybe I'll start like a fantasy league for shows <gasps> like this. Oh my God. Hold on. Hold on. F- fantasy floor is love. It is an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how it would work, but I think we need to dig into it. immediately. Yeah. I think I'm going to spend some time on this because obviously, uh, you know, the existing season won't really be able to do much with it, but even if it's yeah. just like, uh whether you think it's like team one two or three and yeah. then if there's no team three that you have a buy right like <laughs> oh man i oh no now's not the time amanda we can't decide this right now because it, it will take too much I'm, I'm here for it though i mean yeah. i think i feel like we can be we can be designing courses in the sims right mm-hmm. and then we can uh we can fill them with lava i mean that's easy <laughs> Gosh, it's been a while since I played a Sims game. They do let you like modify the terrain. So like there there's yeah. some options for, you know, really messing it up. I wonder if it lets you dig down deep enough that you would hit lava cuz then you're just set. I don't know. I, I spent <laughs> at, at the very 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 early times um in March, I spent a lot I spent some time in the Sims before Animal Crossing came out. I made my sister a pirate ship that she lived in. Nice. Um, yeah, she and her husband lived in a pirate ship, and then I also had the Star Trek Enterprise, where the mm. the, uh, the crew of the Enterprise lived in. And then Excellent. I built them a subterranean house underneath a juice shop. Okay. <laughs> there were no, there was no lava, but there was an underground pool. It's nice. An option. You can always do that. Yeah. No, I think I think we could get that going. I think that that could be really easy. And then yeah, you just let the Sims go in and see what happens. I think all of our missions needs to need to be to build Rutledge Wood in the Sims. Mm-hmm. And then see if that makes us care about him and uh, make us really want to meet him more than want to make $10,000. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what, what we could do with that that sim to mm-hmm. be like, this is worth more than $10,000. Meeting him is is the prize. $10,000 is secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just not sure. I mean, obviously, you could just really crank up his charisma, have him spend a lot of time in front of a mirror. Yeah. Working <laughs> on his speeches and stuff. You know. I th- one of the things I thought is that he does smile a lot, mm-hmm. and I think maybe at the end, if he was frowning until you knew that you won, and then he f- <laughs> that was the first time you saw him smile, like, and then the whole time during the course, he was obviously really disappointed in you, and you know how you can hear people smile when they're talking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, when you come into the room, he's like, all right, teams, remember, don't touch the floor, because the floor is lava. And then at the end, they're like, by the way, you won. And then that's the first time you see him smile. And then the smile is really rewarding instead of a part of yeah. his existing personality. Then people will be like, wow, you have a really magnetic smile, Rutledge Wood. And that's, re- that's a reward as opposed to something that I always get. So you get just real like disappointed dad vibes until the yeah. end when you win. And then you feel 
most achieved like kid that you've ever been yeah because because you did the thing and now your dad loves you yeah i mean and not to make it about fathers withholding love but to make it to be a thing for to get the love that you've Mm -hmm. always wanted Mm -hmm. you know it's like he's providing that opportunity to be so he he needs to take like some lessons from the battling bros mom maybe yes Mm -hmm. exactly just to consult with her (laughs) she should be that that second guest or that second host is what she should be oh my god i would i have never seen this woman i don't know anything about her except for that her sons are really great and she like gives off the best like best Mm -hmm. mom vibes i've ever uh, I guess I haven't seen it, but you know, she just, I, I can feel it through the show that yeah. she's just probably got the best mom vibes ever. I, I yeah. will say, I thought that it was cute that the winning team, the coworkers, that they were like actually talking and, and engaging with Rutledge in the clip yeah. that we saw. And I mean, they were clearly really excited as well. And so I'm, I'm waiting for one of those group hugs one of these mm-hmm. days that one of these days they'll invite Rutledge in for the group hug. Cause you know, yeah. maybe, Aww. maybe a lot of the problem here is that. He's just got to stand there and watch them be really yeah. happy. And maybe that's what happens if nobody wins. Maybe he gets the lava lamp. Oh, no. Now I want it to happen. I want him to, 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 to have like a confessional. Like there's not a lot of confessionals in this show where people mm-hmm. are like narrating their run. You cut to them. And like at this point, I was thinking this mm-hmm. probably just because they didn't have the budget for that. But like then we cut to Rutledge Wood. And then he's like, at this point, I was thinking, why does nobody ever hug me? And mm-hmm. why don't I get a lava lamp? And... All he's ever you know, wanted is love and a lava lamp. And I my want... house is full of lava and I have nowhere to sleep <laughs> and I don't have a bathroom and I'm so scared all the time. I would love like a bonus episode 11 where yeah. it's Rutledge and like one producer running the whole, <laughs> like all of the courses <laughs> just to see how they do. Like, I feel like that could be so dope. I would, yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah. Cause I'm just imagining oh like, cause. <laughs> It will either be like this delightful thing where we get to see this person that we haven't gotten to have a lot of experience with really, uh, you know, doing this thing that, you know, he's relatively well acquainted with, or it'll be him having been sassy to like every team up to this point being like, okay, well, that was kind of dumb. That was a two foot jump. Good job missing it. (laughs) And then like whiffing it. And it's funny that way, too. (laughs) It's 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 Rutledge and the people who write the insults. Yeah, um, the writers. <laughs> Let's get them. Who gets to write the puns for their run? Then that is the who yeah. gets to do the narration. Oh, the it's the winners. It's us. Oh yeah, no, you guys. It's us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna bring us on to to do that Amanda. one and be like, hey, step back. You guys have been talking some smack for a while. Try it. I dare you. <laughs> so fall off a rut ledge into the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. We still haven't talked about the lava boats, but I don't know if there's a lot to say about the lava boats. You noticed the lava boats? I noticed them in this one. Yeah, I, I had noticed them a little bit in some of the other episodes, but it, it's one of those things where, like, once I knew to look for them, I was seeing them all the time. So they're, they're lava rocks, you know, the, the kind of darker red floaty rocks that you can't set anything on unless it's the staff apparently (laughs) but you can't step on them but some of those rocks are not just rocks some of them are are, uh rc controlled boats with a little gopro or some other kind of camera on the top zipping around the chorus the whole time i remember that you know someone tweeted at Mm -hmm. us to tell us those were there but i had completely forgotten to look for it yeah they're there once once you spot them you can't unsee them that's interesting i just 
I want that footage so bad. They're very like, subtle. They are very subtle. Yeah. But the, but you know, once you're like conscious of it, yeah. I, I wondered wow. almost if maybe it was never intended to be production footage. If they were using it somehow to like monitor the runs and try and figure mm-hmm. out like how to cut the cameras or something. Like maybe it has another purpose besides you know something obvious to be included in the show. Maybe. I just have so many questions about this show. What kind of additional footage would you want to make the show more dramatic? Like if you were adding more cameras. More cameras just to this room? Yeah. I would love like either a body cam pointed at each of the players Uh like that they have on their chest or just like a a headset Mm. GoPro so we could see it from their point of view. So I feel like the sense of scale of this room could be so interesting from like a first person perspective. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Although I'm sure there's a reason they don't. Well, there's a missing (laughs) front wall. Um, Yeah. So obviously they have cameras there and they have producers there and it would be kind of break the illusion. I was thinking maybe a camera pointed from the ceiling down. You know, so that you could see how far apart the obstacles actually are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you get real judgy about those uh, those distances. And it turns out they're like, well, that one's eight feet. And I was like, oh, I couldn't do that. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. can't, It's hard to like visualize how far things are away from each other. Because there's like those steps that um, one of the bros did. And that's what made him fall into the lava. And then Carl just Mm kind of like stepped and stepped right over it. It wasn't that big of a deal. Mm. Well, I'm pretty sure that bro tried to do it too fast without having been like stable yeah i'm pretty sure that was jordan and uh he was coming off of one of the uh easter island heads Mm -hmm. uh, like just a little too fast yeah and i think he just didn't have his balance well enough and so yeah he just full-on slipped i think it was easily just a step i think that everyone before this who has taken that path it's basically just been a step although the crate was full of lava because there's like a Mm -hmm. there's like a ledge around it you know of it's not wood but you know there's there's a ledge there and it was trapping trapping the a lava lot. it was doing it on the other the other crates as well i think maybe on the level two ones that they cranked up the lava cannons a little bit even have. though they don't mention it it does seem like the courses are more wet especially for the bros mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it felt so so lava yeah <laughs> yeah they slipped so much compared to even the the retail co-workers yeah but they but, were also holding each other the whole time yeah yes co-workers. that's true well Lots of retail workers very were important together at all times and larger heavier people like from a physics yeah. standpoint they're gonna slip mm. you know harder yeah i love having this show with you Anne, because you always have like such <laughs> a rational like okay so i mean yeah from the physics standpoint of course they're gonna well, fail because yeah. you know you are always the one to bring well, I mean, okay, so if you really look at it, weight <laughs> ends up being a real factor on this obstacle because, and I'm just so glad you're here to say things like that because I never would think of them and you're so right. So have you, have you all talked about what kind of rooms you want in the next season? Like what else is going to be in the house or if you have to go to a different building? Not really. Yeah. We, we haven't really. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things we kind of talked about last week, and I just remembered that uh, I didn't read that article, but I'm dying to now <laughs> that I remembered. There was a, was it an EW article or something? Oh, I think it might have been Vanity Fair. I still have it open. Vanity I'm trying Fair. to remember, but okay. I think it was Vanity Fair. Sure. Uh, but yeah, there was an article that uh, was about the show and it's like header image was outside mm-hmm. it, it looks like a course that was like in the path leading to the house yeah or something. it was like broken mm. kind of a broken road and there was a rhino crossing sign just like there are rhinos mm-hmm. all through the house mm. yeah so like i want to see that 
uh, it wouldn't have been what came to mind uh, on my own, but now I want to see that very badly. <laughs> um, but then as far as like a room in the house, uh, theoretically, a lot of it's covered. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they've got the off or the study. Is that what they call the study, it? I don't yeah. remember now. The study, a basement, kitchen, a bedroom, and then the planetarium, which makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So I, you know you could do like a standard living room especially the like cartoonish scale of this house i would love to see what they think a living room is <laughs> like yeah. is one of the paintings on the wall just the tv or are they going to give us like one of those nice big 90s tvs and a tv stand mm-hmm. that could actually be used because when i was a kid playing floor is lava at my house the tv stand was an option right like it was big enough that you could like jump onto it and then maybe sit on the tv and get in a lot of trouble (laughs) but it was an option sure sure i I feel i feel compelled to say that that maybe there should be a craft room but that's maybe just me because i certainly do spend a lot of time kind of jumping around and negotiating in mine because there's usually stuff on the floor (laughs) fortunately not lava yeah but felt and fuzzy it's already already an obstacle course for me as a person i think that that has potential to be cool though <laughs> i like that yeah I, I like the idea of the outside because i like the idea of there being like a narrative mm-hmm. through it that like mm-hmm. eventually you leave the house and then for some you go to somebody else's house and like only once you've watched like 12 seasons of floor is lava you realize like there's been a murder and <laughs> you have to like solve it i like the idea that that this leads to which feels like it's like a cross between legends of the hidden temple and betrayal at house on the hill (laughs) yes yeah i feel like you've talked about the betrayal thing before but like you have to pick up all the pieces to build the airplane to run away from the giant cat Mm -hmm. and like at some point in one of these rooms one of these teams that has no idea what's going to happen is going to be confronted by a giant cat like which is like (laughs) 50 feet long and like a big mechanical that would just be such a wonderful wild jump from the show that it is right now <laughs> i mean they can the the reality that they've established to the extent that we we know what it is they, they've got these kind of extremely wealthy i mean honestly kind of colonizer types um based mm-hmm, on the things right. that they have in the home and they've somehow got lava in every room in their house and also rutledge wood is there and it's not really clear why so i mean they yeah. they can pretty much do whatever they want with this reality i would say yeah i mean there could be a dragon if they felt like it that would be dope yeah maybe we should travel through time that'd be so good <laughs> yeah no okay so now it's really betrayal because then we turned into betrayal legacy where yeah. uh, Every season is a new like generation owning this house. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're going backwards in time because there was like a computer and all this other sort of stuff just now. But like maybe we go we backwards in time and watch it like develop uh into the house that it ended up being. And then, you know, you have all the same shooting things out of order problems where like suddenly things get more powerful instead of less uh, <laughs> as you go back in time. But that's fine. We don't need to worry about that. That's fun though, because it gets more dangerous. Right. I just got very excited about it. I mean, having it be like, well, I don't know why, but the room used to be way worse. Uh, Maybe the narrative is that the people who own it now have been trying slowly to like normalize it. And this is as far as they've gotten. Mm -hmm. And they also used to be rhinos. Also, they used to be rhinos. (laughs) And then they got, they built them, they built a machine that turned them into people. And that's why they love Africa. This is like the Flores Lava movie now. This is the extended universe (gasps) for Flores Lava. Yes. Wow. (laughs) 
Amazing. This is going to turn into uh, like the Jumanji movie did, where it just is like, all right, we're just going to take this and turn it on its head, and it's going to be dope. It's going to be, and, and Joe Jonas will be in it. Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, it'll be so good. We have I'm so many excited. options. Oh, man, now yeah. I do want to see the Jonas Brothers do this course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they I should have a celebrity season. I would, okay, first of all, there's no reason for celebrities to do this, but it would be amazing. I thought about mm-hmm. the Obamas doing this course, which would be incredible because they're all very <laughs> wow. tall. And then my husband was like, they wouldn't let the Obamas do that. And I was like, of course they wouldn't let the Obamas. It's very no, of practical. Of course, in reality, no. But like, we're not dealing in reality here. We're having dreams. <laughs> but yeah, like the Jonas Brothers would be amazing. And then I thought the Queer Eye guys, but they they might make the Queer Eye guys do this because it's Netflix. Hmm. And then like, what other Netflix properties? Like they would make the Sabrina Pete cast do it. <laughs> or like Marie Kondo. Make Marie Kondo do it. <laughs> I feel like oh, Marie man. Kondo would have some strong opinions about the the decor in these people's homes and like why do they have three ovens i mean if it brings you joy yeah i guess but it must not bring you joy if you filled it with lava (laughs) the kitchen made me feel have y'all played octodad Mm -hmm. the the kitchen scene in this uh is just the ending of octodad which is very funny to me yeah maybe we should just have the whole next season in an aquarium yeah that (laughs) doesn't work Nope. <laughs> all the fish are dead it's very sad and the lava is just rocks <laughs> and there's a lot of steam i guess oh, no. uh so laser yes we traditionally have people bring uh their like celebrity dream team who they would like to run these this course with yes uh so have you thought about that what are you thinking i have um yeah my husband and i were discussing this earlier because i think this episode specifically illustrates that it's really it's less about strength and it's more about teamwork it's about Mm -hmm. people who will like hear you say like i'm scared i need you and will like listen and hear you and and be there with you um my husband's suggestion which is very good was Mel and Sue from The Great British Bake Off. <laughs> uh, I would love that. Wouldn't that be amazing? Um, that is not who I'm going with, but all but would be the best. I mean, you would all just like immediately fall in, but it would be a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, my choice for people who would listen to you and love you and help you is Keanu Reeves um, mm-hmm. and Bobby Burke from Queer Eye. Oh, man. What a like loving, supportive team. Right? Just yeah. validating yeah. of your emotions yeah. and like holding your hand the whole way. But also Keanu work. could like basically just like jump across the whole thing by himself. He could. He definitely yeah. could. So he goes first and then he holds me with his big strong arms. And yep. we also just watched Bill and Ted and there was a lot of good teamwork in that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The new one? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I'm excited. They they love each other in that show. It's always nice. Like just yeah. Seeing some like good masculine love going on, like you, yeah. you don't get to see that very much. It's really nice. I agree, man. I love the idea of Keanu Reeves in particular doing this yeah. this uh, course because he's always so stoic when he's having to do this sort of stuff, right? And like just watching him be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I could, I can practically hear the producers being <laughs> like, "Hey, so what are you doing? You want to like maybe narrate? Do you want to tell us <laughs> what are you thinking right now?" And you know him just uh yeah you know i'm just i'm jumping yeah. <laughs> have you seen the video of him he's like trying to answer questions and, and there's puppies around and he's mm-hmm. just like very concerned about the welfare of the dogs no it's very cute oh no 
<laughs> oh no, my evening. I, I... <laughs> it's not. It's not super long, but I mean, you okay, may have good. to watch it more than once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, then you'll fall down the because there's a, and then there's a bunch of videos of like people with dogs. But yeah, yeah. quite the rabbit hole, I assume. Yeah, or puppy hole or however yeah. you want to. Good. Well, I, I good. I need that in my life right now. I feel yeah. like everybody kind of does. So everyone. Please yeah. watch the video of Keanu with the puppies because it sounds like it's something that everybody could use today. Yeah. Take and then care go watch you. Magic Mike XXL. That's that's my plug. For, <laughs> I watched that the other day. It's a great movie. Check it out at your local library. Oh, yeah. That's the, that's the right way to do it. You know, your libraries need support right now. And a lot of them will do curbside pickup nowadays. Yeah. So uh, I recommend it. Well, cool. Um <laughs> God, I don't even. I'm like, what a weird combination of like media recommendations we just gave in the course of a couple of minutes on our recap podcast about a show where people play Floor is Lava for $10,000. If you enjoy people falling into fake lava, you'll love both Keanu Reeves with puppies and also male strippers, I guess. I haven't seen XXL. I don't know if the plot is any different. Uh, You have to watch it. (laughs) You have to watch it. So I have part of my life is being on recap podcasts. This is a big part of my, especially right now. And I had to be on a show where everybody brought in an underrated movie and the other two movies were not good. But Mm -hmm. I brought it in and made two adult human uh, men watch Magic Mike XXL. (laughs) It's just a movie about... um, it, it doesn't have any toxic masculinity in it. It's just men being good to each other. Oh, that's mm. nice. Yeah. Okay. I can get down with that. There's I can like, be here for that. There's like no love story and <sighs> yes. uh, uh, big, big boy. What's his name? Channing Tatum. Uh, yes. Joe Manganiello oh, dan- yeah. does a dance to I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> that's and also very, very good. good. It's a good film. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, everyone... That I think that we've uh, we've got a good list for you for this week. Uh, so I guess your homework for next week is episode <laughs> nine and <laughs> Magic Mike XXL because yeah. uh, it is equally heartwarming. It sounds mm-hmm. <laughs> also bros just being collaborative, right? It's, it's exactly helping you, each other out. If you if, like if you out. like bros the way that we clearly always love bros, mm-hmm. we have always loved bros on this show. Um, then you might as well. <laughs> Just dive in. It's time. Magic Mike XSL. Dive into the lava. Well, Laser, it's been an absolute delight having you on the show. Yeah. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been an extreme amount of fun. I love it. I'm so glad. Uh, where can people find you? And, and is there anything you want to you know, plug and have people check out? Yeah, uh, people can find me on internet. Uh, I'm in a band called The Double Clicks. We are everywhere um the easiest way to find us is go to the doubleclicks.com or the doubleclicks.com slash store where you can find links to listen to our music everywhere spotify and youtube and stuff and i'm on twitter at laser m weber l-a-s-e-r like lasers um and this week there is there are two more days to watch my online variety show which is called nerds and music um so please go to bit.ly slash capital n nerds capital m music um and watch this amazing variety show that I put together. It's got 21 of your favorite performers, including the Double Clicks, Jonathan Colton, Paul and Storm, Strong Bad from Homestar Runner, doing amazing, amazing, uh, funny comedy and music. Um, the proceeds right now all go to Mutual Aid Disaster Relief, which is helping with uh, hurricane relief efforts. So please go uh, buy tickets and watch that show. It's really, really good. 
Yeah. I still haven't used those pictures you sent me to threaten Paul to do something I want. So <laughs> He's really proud of them, unfortunately. So I'm oh, sorry about that. That's yeah. too bad. But that's he, did, right. he did a good Star Wars good routine. Uh, yeah. He owns three lightsabers. <laughs> that's so not surprising to me. <laughs> that seems like a reasonable amount of lightsabers to me. Yeah. yeah I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You can find us at Lava and Floor on Twitter. Uh, and we have an email, lava and floor at gmail.com, uh, where you can email uh, recordings of your kids talking about Flora's Lava. We'd love to have like a little special episode after we finish our run of episodes of the, the Netflix show uh, or questions or, you know, just kind of anything you want. We're, we're here and, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, thank you to Dr. Popular for the use of his track Lava as the intro and outro of our show. You can find more of his music on Bandcamp, and we've linked that in the episode description. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, all's fair in Lava and... Floor! <laughs> <laughs> you did so good.